This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. And I'm Jeff Braun. We are the Couch Potatoes. And this week we've got our December movie preview. And on December 9th, it's the Office Christmas Party. Ooh, somebody's getting fired. Oh no, it's my sister. You're having a Christmas party tonight? Oh, it's not a Christmas party. Mm. It's a non-denominational holiday mixer. More inclusive. Well, whatever you call it, it's not happening. All right, it's canceled. Hey, idiot, I'm looking right at you. Okay, we're not doing it. We'll still do it. Jennifer Aniston is the boss. T.J. Miller is her brother, hell-bent on having an office party. But the stakes aren't high enough yet. This branch is failing. I'm shutting you down. you got to give us a little bit of time to turn this around. All right. If by some miracle you can close Walter Davis and his $14 million account, your jobs are safe. Done. And you'll see. You're going to look so stupid. Then we'll finally have something in common. Damn it, he's so mean! Guys, what if we show him with the greatest time of his life at our Christmas party tonight? This is how we save everybody's job. It's not the worst idea. Walter, do you party? I used to. That's Courtney B. Vance, a.k.a. Johnny Cochran, as Walter, and Jason Bateman is another office worker there. It's also a lot of very stupid pipe to lay, but whatever. They found a premise to make a movie about an office Christmas party. Hijinks ensue. It's F-word Christmas B-words. Let's get mother F-word drunk. Lawson. It's my birthday. Ah, really committing. That's nice. Light the candle. Merry Christmas, bitches! Of course, things get out of hand. Office Christmas Party also stars Olivia Munn, Kate McKinnon, Rob Corddry, Vanessa Bayer, Matt Walsh, Randall Park, and Veep's Richard T. Splett. It looks dumb, but it also looks fun. Don't stop! I think he meant to swing there. He fell and it hurt. Here's a movie we said was coming last month. Turns out they moved it to this month. On December 9th, Jessica Chastain stars in the political thriller Miss Sloan. Lobbying is about foresight. anticipating your opponent's moves. She's your enemy now. And devising countermeasures. How the hell did she manage that? You're a piece of work, Elizabeth. I was hired to win. I use whatever resource I have. Chastain is Elizabeth Sloan, the most powerful lobbyist in Washington, D.C. She's known for her smarts, her success, and for doing whatever it takes to win. But then she takes aim at the gun lobby. You want to lead the fight on gun control? There's over five million of us, and we're armed. Start an inquisition. They will throw you in jail for contempt of Congress! The winner plots one step ahead of the opposition. We have to make it personal. You know the word annihilate? It means reduced to nothing. This is more important than my career. It was mind-boggling. You crossed the line. Genius. Bugging and tapping. Completely unbelievable. Now she is up against the most powerful opponent of her career, and she learns that winning may come at too high a price. It's about making sure you surprise them. And they don't surprise you. 
Also on the 9th, Amy Adams and Jake Gyllenhaal playing a strange husband and wife in Nocturnal Animals. Do you ever feel like your life has turned into something you never intended? I'm worried about you. Are you sleeping? You scared me the last time we talked. You know me. I never sleep. My ex-husband used to call me a nocturnal animal. Adams plays a very soft-spoken lady telling her therapist about a problem she's having. I didn't know you had an ex-husband. I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Then recently he sent me this book that he's written. It's violent and it's sad. And he dedicated it to me. Did you love him? I did something horrible to him. And now she's worried that her ex will do something horrible to her. And I'm worried that she won't speak above a whisper throughout the whole movie. Anyways, it looks like the kind of thriller where you're never sure who's really good or bad. And everyone has a bunch of secrets. What are we going to do? It's a question of how serious you are about seeing justice done. And in the end, there'll be some twist, I'm sure. The trailer's pretty vague about everything, which is actually good. A lot of trailers just give away too much. But it does make clear that this is going to be an eerie affair. I really wanted to be this person that you thought I was. You're crazy. You're making a big mistake. You'll never find out. When you love someone, you have to be careful with it. You might never get it again. It doesn't really look like that much fun. Nocturnal Animals also stars Laura Linney, Isla Fisher, and Michael Shannon. It's fun to kill people. We should try it sometime. <laughs> Nobody gets away with what you did. Amy Adams and Isla Fisher in the same movie? Yeah. they. Always, I always used to get those two mixed up. <laughs> always. Well, this, this won't help. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you nocturnal animals. <sighs> up next, we're going to tell you about what could potentially be the biggest film of 2016. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Brown, we are The Couch Potatoes doing our December movie preview. We've already looked at December 9. There actually were no major new releases this weekend, so we started on December 9th. Next up, we're moving to the night of Thursday, December 15th. We have a mission for you. Ready? It's Rogue One, a Star Wars story forgery of imperial documents, possession of stolen property, aggravated assault, resisting arrest. On your own from the age of 15, reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. It is the first Star Wars standalone movie and stars Felicity Jones as Jin Erso, recruited by the Rebellion to lead a team of misfits. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know what it is and how to destroy it. Is that clear? Yes, sir. 
Rogue One takes place immediately before Episode 4, A New Hope, which means Jyn Erso and friends are the rebels who steal the plans to the Death Star. And you remember how mad Darth Vader was about that at the start of A New Hope. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. Where are those transmissions you intercepted? What have you done with those plans? So what we see in Rogue One before these rebels begin their mission is a galaxy that is beaten down and everyone's angry. I've been recruiting for the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home. I fight the Empire now. I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it. The captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you. Thanks. The supporting cast includes Mads Mikkelsen as Jyn Erso's father. Forrest Whitaker is in it. James Earl Jones is back as the voice of Darth Vader. And the movie will possibly also co-star Grand Moff Tarkin himself, the late Peter Cushing. We will then crush the rebellion with one swift stroke. That clip, as you remember, is from A New Hope. There's a glimpse of his character in a recent TV spot, and the rumor is that he is going to be digitally recreated for this film. We know essentially how this story ends, but it still looks like a rousing adventure. How cool is it going to be to see the return of Darth Vader? May the Force be with us. Rogue One, a Star Wars story. On Friday, December 16th, Will Smith stars in Collateral Beauty. We're here to connect. Love, time, death. Now these three things connect every single human being on Earth. We long for love, we wish we had more time, and we fear death. Did you lose a child, Howard? Yes, he did, and understandably, he is devastated. Howard is a brilliant, creative, charismatic guy. He used to love life. Right now, he hates it. I try to talk to him, I try to reach him, and he's not there. I miss him. He writes letters. Who are they to? Howard doesn't write letters to people. He writes to things. Time. Love. Death. Kids write letters to Santa Claus. It doesn't mean they're crazy. No, this is therapeutic. It really is, because they write back. In fact, he meets personified versions of time, love, and death as he tries to cope with his tragedy. Who did you write the letter to? I wrote the letter to death. Nice to meet you. They're charmed, I'm sure. Nope. People write letters to the universe all the time. Most don't get a personal response, but you are. I don't want this. I'm time. I'm a gift. 
and you're wasting it. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but I'm having conversations. I am love. Don't try and live without me, Howard. It's a fine line to walk for this movie, given that it's about a guy who lost his kid. It could just be a real bummer, even though they're obviously shooting for uplifting and inspiring. Collateral Beauty All-Star cast also includes Kiera Knightley, Kate Winslet, Edward Norton, Helen Mirren, and Michael Pena. He's reaching out to the cosmos for answers. There's so much more at stake here than you even understand. You've been given a gift. This profound connection to everything. Just look for it. I promise you, it's there. The collateral beauty. More of the Couch Potatoes December movie preview in a moment. We're going to La La Land. You're listening to the Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We're doing our December movie preview this week. And on December 16th, Emma Stone plays an aspiring actress in La La Land. Two options. You either follow my rules or follow my rules. Capiche? Thank you. I can do it a different way. Oh, that's, that's fine. Thank you very much. Ryan Gosling, meantime, plays a jazz pianist. And they keep bumping into each other around L.A. or La La Land, a movie a movie from the director of Whiplash that's getting a lot of great buzz and reviews. It's pretty strange that we keep running into each other. Maybe it means something. I doubt it. Yeah, I don't think so. You could just write your own roles, you know, write something that's as interesting as you are. What are you going to do? I have my own club. Will she become a Hollywood star? Will he get his club up and running? Will they be able to love each other through all the ups and downs? La La Land is actually a musical, although the trailer doesn't feature any singing from Stone or Gosling, but I'm sure they will somehow manage to sing and dance all their troubles away. Maybe I'm not good enough. Yes, you are. Maybe I'm not. It's like a pipe dream. This is the dream. It's conflict and it's compromise. It's very, very exciting. And out in limited release right now, possibly coming to a theater near you sometime this month, Natalie Portman stars as Jackie Kennedy Onassis in Jackie. People like to believe in fairy tales. You ready? Of course. And you? I believe that the characters we read about on the page end up being more real and the men who stand beside us. Oops, grab the music from Jackie Brown instead of Jackie. Good call. Anyways, it looks like an Oscar nomination is in the offing for Portman as she plays Jackie O, dealing with her grief following the assassination of JFK. Again, in limited release and possibly popping up in your local theater sometime in the next few weeks. Well, I've grown accustomed to a great divide between what people believe and what I know to be real. And how would you like him remembered? There should be more horses, more soldiers. Why are you doing this, Mrs. Kennedy? There's more crying, more cameras. This is making us look like barbarians. What's wrong with you? You don't have to do this. I will march with Jack. Breathe, Alone, if necessary. I'm not the first lady anymore. Still to come in the Couch Potatoes December movie preview, we have films featuring the likes of Brian Cranston, James Franco... 
a whole bunch of cartoon animals. Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, Chris Pratt, and Jennifer Lawrence, just to name a few of the big stars remaining in the December movie preview. You are listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes doing our December movie preview. We are on now to December 21st, which I believe is a Wednesday. Yes, it is. And Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt are starring in a film that looks neat. Hello. Is he asking me on a date? She didn't seem that impressed. In that clip, Pratt directed a remote control robot her way to ask her out. Looks cute. Wow. You clean up pretty good yourself. You two look fine this evening. We're on a date. Very nice. Took you long enough to ask. So, why did you give up your life on Earth? I'm sorry, what was that? Give up your life on Earth? That's right, this is no rom-com. This is Passengers, and it takes place in space. We boarded the Avalon with a destination. 120-year cybernation means we'll wake up in a new century on a new planet. But a year ago, everything changed. Hello? Anybody here? Hello? going on. Nobody else is awake. I think something went wrong with the hibernation pods. We woke up too soon. Nine years too soon. So it's set in the future. They're on a mission to a new planet. There are over 5,000 people on board, and for whatever reason, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt wake up early. Nine decades early, and cannot go back to sleep. Which on one hand is kind of cool for them because they get the run of the ship, which is full of all kinds of luxuries they could not dream of enjoying back on Earth. But then... Something's wrong. Something big. What do we do now? Do you trust me? There's a problem on the ship. Everyone's lives are in jeopardy. If they don't do something, there will be no passengers left. This ship is gonna go. I have to do this. No! You die, I die! There's a reason we woke up early. Also on December 21st, a movie based on a huge video game series, Assassin's Creed. Where am I? At 6 p.m. yesterday evening, you were executed and pronounced dead. You no longer exist. Assassin's Creed stars Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, and Jeremy Irons. Fassbender plays Callum Lynch, a criminal rescued from his execution by Abstergo Industries, a modern-day incarnation of something called the Templar Order. Seems he's important to them. His name is Callum Lynch. We've traced his bloodline back 500 years to the Assassin's Creed. 
Turns out the Assassins and the Templar Order have always been enemies, so the Templar needs him so they can access his memories. What kind of prison is this? It's not a prison. You're about to enter the Animus. What you're about to see, hear, and feel are the memories of your ancestor, who has been dead for 500 years. What do you want from me? Your past. Welcome to the Spanish Inquisition. Turns out, giving Callum access to all these memories and skills helped give him the knowledge he needs to take on his family's age-old enemy in the present. We work in the dark to serve the light. We are assassins. I am God. One more on December 21st, something for families. It's a cartoon from Illumination Entertainment. The people behind Despicable Me, Minions, and The Secret Life of Pets. Much like that last one, Secret Life of Pets, this one is about animals, but this time they're animals instead of humans. Kind of like Zootopia. The movie is called Sing. My theater's been going through some pretty rough times lately. So, what do I do? Quit? No. My next show is gonna be, drumroll please, a singing competition. I'm singing in the rain. Matthew McConaughey is the voice of a koala bear theater owner who launches a singing competition. Just think, your neighbor, the, the, the grocery store manager, that, that chicken, right there. Real talent from real life. Norman, would you please tell them what a good singer I am? Oh yeah, you were great, honey. By the way, the bathroom sink is blocked again. I'm here to win. That prize, it's mine. Everyone in this city gets a shot at being a star on my stage. The message here is a bit lost in translation without the visuals. You just heard three singers. The first was a pig in a tutu. The second was a big buffalo wearing sunglasses. And the third was a tiny snail sitting on top of the microphone, all very amusing. And now, a rapping crocodile and a soulful gorilla. People say, yo, Humpty, you're really funny looking. Darling, stay with me. Wow. The voice cast includes Reese Witherspoon, Scarlett Johansson, Seth MacFarlane, John C. Riley, as well as some talented singers, and it features more than 85 hit songs. Also looks like it has a nice message about second chances and never giving up, yada, yada, yada. This show is not going to save your theater. Maybe it's time to just move on. Come on, you know how much this means to us. You can't just sing it. You've got to show the fire and desire. The fire went out a long time ago. You are not going to believe what I did today. I am lost. I am I just don't want to be in your game. I want to be a singer. How did I end up with a son like you? I'll get you out. Dad, wait. I'll get the money. I promise. I could really use some extra piano lessons. Yes, that was very bad. Should also point out that it's from Illumination Entertainment. Jeff, what did I say? Illumination Entertainment. I think you still have the... uh... Michael Fassassin's Creed uh, Bender's movies stuck in your head or something. <laughs> Elimin- Elimination Entertainment yeah! brings you Sing. We're going to pause here and continue with a December movie preview. 
Two movies left, starting with a comedy that's Breaking Bad. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes doing our December movie preview. And we are on to Friday, December 23rd, which has a new comedy starring Brian Cranston and James Franco called Why Him? I've got sunshine. From the moment she's born, a man's daughter is the center of his universe. You give her love. You give her encouragement. You watch her grow into a strong, confident woman. And then one day, you come face to face with the love of her life. The mother Flemings are in the house! Yes! Oh my god. Yeah! Looks like he works out quite a bit. Steffi, get him up here! Brian Cranston plays Ned. He and his family, including Megan Mullally as his wife, go visit their daughter at Stanford. That's when they meet their daughter's boyfriend, Laird, played by James Franco. Turns out her boyfriend is this internet zillionaire. I'm so f- psyched that you're out here for the holidays. This is a 15-year-old child. Oh, oh sh- You don't say f- So Laird means well, but he's a bit rough around the edges. Laird has literally no filter, but he's a really good guy. Remember when we made love in the hot tub? Steph opened up like a flower. You should have seen it. I shouldn't have seen it, but now I feel like I have. No father would want their daughter with this guy. My instinct is to hug you right now. Good night. I don't know what his issues are. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I feel like I'm so normal. Fairly loose definition of the word normal, and it's about to get worse for poor Ned. Ned, on Christmas Day, I'm gonna ask Steffi to marry me. And I'd really like your blessing. <laughs> yeah. No. Look, just give me a couple days to win you over. By Christmas morning, you're gonna be calling me son. I'm gonna be calling you dad. Don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's gonna, dad. I know it won't. Dad, it will. Stop that. What, dad? That. That. Stop that. Dad, what are you talking about? The main thing I'm excited about is seeing Brian Cranston do some comedy again. He's been doing so much drama over the years with Breaking Bad and all the movies he's done since then. It's nice to see him bust out his comedy chops once more. I mean, remember, he was the goofy dad and Malcolm in the Middle for years. And before that, he was the dentist who converted to Judaism for the jokes on Seinfeld. Now he's locking horns with James Franco and why him? Steph, you could be dating anyone. Why Laird? He makes me really happy. That kid is wrapping his tentacles around every member of this family. <laughs> because of his influence, your mother is smoking marijuana. Get on there! This is not someone we want our daughter marrying. I am gonna take this octopus down. And on finally, on Christmas Day, Denzel Washington directs and stars in Fences. Hey, Pop, mm. can I ask you a question? How come you ain't never liked me? Like you? What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. As long as you're in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why do you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? That's Denzel telling his son, played by The Leftovers' Jovan Adepo, what's up? Fences is a period drama set in the 50s by the look of it and based on a Pulitzer Prize winning play, which means there will be a lot of speechifying. I go out of here every morning, I bust my butt because I like you. 
You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put your behind on my bed because you're my son. It's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. I ain't got to like you. Viola Davis plays the wife and mom in the family, trying to keep the peace between father and son and trying to find some for herself. Where, Corey? I want him to help me with this fence. He got recruited by a college football team. It ain't gonna get him nowhere. If he be like you in the sports, he gonna be all right. Ain't but two men ever played baseball good as you. And what'd it ever get me? I ain't got a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. The early reviews say the movie can't really get away from the feeling that it is based on a play, but that the performances are strong from top to bottom, and it looks like it has the potential to grab a few Oscar nods. You ever give me your feet, them bones, that pumping heart? You never done nothing but hold me back, afraid I was gonna be better than you. Everything that boy do, he do for you. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. Well, I've been standing with you. I got a life too. Don't you think I had dreams and hopes? What about my life? What about me? Some people build fences to keep people out and other people build fences to keep people in. That concludes the December movie preview, and up next we'll tell you what is new on home video this upcoming week. You are listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry, Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes, having a quick look at what is new on home video this week and leading the way. This is Jason Bourne. I need to talk. 32 kills. People are safer because of what you did. You're never going to find any peace. Not till you admit to yourself who you really are. What's that, Jeff? Jason Bourne. I saw it. It was okay. Not great. I was not entirely thrilled with it. It had some really cool action, but it just... I don't know. It was not what I was hoping for. Was that Tommy Lee Jones' voice in there? It was. So how's he in it? It's okay. It's Tommy Tom, Lee Jones. He's Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much kind of does the same thing Tommy Lee Jones always does. Speaks in his voice and looks very serious. Yeah. Pretty much. What uh, else is coming out? Well, something a little less serious. The Secret Life of Pets. And if you click on The Secret Life of Penthouse Pets, you will get a different movie that you should not watch, let your children watch. <laughs> that was a smash hit, by the way, <laughs> The Secret Life of Pets. Uh, Scream Queens Season 1, the weird sort of Fox comedy horror show is out. This is interesting. The Mad Max High Octane Collection and the Mad Max Fury Road Black and Chrome Edition. Where they drained all the color out of it? Yeah, it's a fancy way of saying it's black and white. Right. But uh, apparently... Some say it's actually better in black and chrome, so I'm sort of I would like to see to, it once. Yeah. I don't think I need to buy it. I don't, yeah, that's what bothers me. I already bought it once. I don't like need to regular, buy yeah, it again. Yeah, I don't do. need to buy it again. Well, we got to trick someone else into buying this chrome one, and then we'll just watch it. That's true. There I think I, I, wait, actually, I know the colleague just to do it, so I, well, we'll talk about <laughs> it after. It's what? Tom, isn't it? It's Tom, yeah. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, the final season. Family Guy, season 14. Uh, season 2 is Zoo. That's some of the other stuff, TV stuff coming out. And on digital HD, The Magnificent Seven, Sully and Storks. That's all coming out digital HD on Tuesday. Those Blu-rays will be released on December 20th for last-minute Christmas shopping, I guess. So there you go. All right. Uh, that's pretty much all the time we have for the couch potatoes. Just very quickly here, we got 30 seconds. 
Are you excited for Rogue One? Uh, yes, I am. I'm not not as excited as I was for Episode 7, but pretty excited. I think it'll be good. I got my tickets, and yeah. It, it, you bought we, them already. I got my tickets, yeah. Impossible to match the excitement of The Force Awakens. There was just so much hype and so much pent-up anticipation for that, but I'm really genuinely stoked about this because considering that I was highly skeptical about it when I first heard that they were doing yeah. a standalone, I thought, well, that's kind of dumb, but it looks great. I'm Brett, he's Jeff, we are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.